Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. to the Talk to Q radio show tonight. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. All right, and tonight we are discussing parents teaching kids to lie unintentionally and pick up etiquette. But before I get started, let me do a little show maintenance and explain how this show works. This show is a platform for you. The callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers, all of you have the opportunity to voice, chat, or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, politics, and more. This show is very informal by design because, let's face it, my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics are random, but they're relevant with what's going on in the world today. The call-in number to step on your soapbox is 347-202-0215. That's 347-202-0215. If you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, Simply hit one on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak and it places you in the host queue. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking at the time because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Now, another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. Please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. 
And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. All right, T2Q radio show number 494 starts right after this word from The Crystal Show and NBS Central. Get your browser on the tip i.e. Firefox, Chrome, Safari. Get on it. Get on The Crystal Show right now. I am Crystal Hickerson, and I would like to welcome you all to The Crystal Show. There's too many free meals out here, folks. I want the cheddar biscuits, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's going to be cool, it's going to be nice, we're going to talk, we're going to get real down and dirty. Hi guys, my name's Bessie, you're on the Crystal Shirt. Yeah, I didn't call feel on my fun of me, I, 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 I had a problem. I'm not laughing at you, I'm laughing with you, and a little bit at you. People say, well, don't talk about religion and politics. I say right. yes, talk about it, talk about it, because what do you want to go to, a boring cocktail party? <laughs> I don't like her. I mean, how how old are we, what grade are we in? One man, American crime wave. Because the feds knew. Y'all might have to come back, and that's going to be a whole different show altogether. That's what I'm talking about. I, 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 I. Make some noise. 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 Attention sports lovers, Nothing But Sports Central is the place to go for all the latest sports news and analysis for everything sports. The NBS Central app is the only sports app you will ever need. NBS Central is nothing but sports. The mobile app delivers all of the NBS Central content, including the weekly NBS show podcast, past shows, articles, links to their Facebook and Twitter feed. Listen live to the NBS show every Tuesday from 8 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Call the show live, 347-826-9494. If you missed the live show, listen to it on the app. The MBS Central app is available for download on iTunes and the Android Store. And visit their website, mbscentral.com. For nothing but Sports Central, mbscentral.com. All right, my thanks to thecrystalshow.com and mbscentral.com for being sponsors of tonight's Talk to Q radio show. I have a couple of people holding. When you want to chime in, go ahead and hit one to join the host queue. But I'll go ahead and set the topic up in the meantime. Now, most parents want their kids to be honest. However, so many of those parents are liars themselves. I mean, we tell kids that a, parent, that a painting is beautiful, although it may have no artistic qualities whatsoever. We tell kids that the tooth fairy left money under the pillow. We tell them that Santa Claus doesn't reward bad kids. All of these innocent little things can have an impact on our kids. It can show them that lying isn't always bad. I mean, that there is some value in something that we're told not to do by the people who actually do it to us. Now, the result is that we unintentionally teach kids that sometimes it's okay to lie. It's okay to do it for something fun with a child. It's okay to do it to protect someone's feelings. And sometimes that follows us into adulthood. You know, we lie about stuff that's not even important for entertainment value, uh, just as our kids, just as our parents did with us with the tooth fairy. Um, we may lie about cheating on someone to protect their feelings. Um, now, don't get me wrong, we're trying to protect our own as well, you know. And sometimes we may lie to people to get them to conform 
just as our parents did with the Santa Claus lie. So, are we essentially raising a society full of liars? That's what we're going to discuss tonight. 347-202-0215 is the number on the Talk to Q Radio show. I see in the 248 area code, the Motor City of Detroit, our girl Crystal has chimed in. Crystal, what's going on? Thank you. How are you? I am doing well. How are you doing? Uh, pretty good. That's good. All right, and we will go ahead and get started until the others decide to join. And now, Crystal, I'll just start off with something simple. Is it normal for a child to lie? Let's let's say under the age of seven. Is it normal for a kid to lie? Yes. Yeah, it's normal. Um, the uh, a child will lie. It's an instinct. Uh, we lie um, in order to to protect ourselves or to save ourselves. So a lot of the times when a child does lie, it's because um, they know what they, like if they did something wrong, they, you know, broke a plate or broke something or they made a mess, they'll immediately say, no, I didn't. I mean, I mean it's, a, it's a natural reaction. It's, um, I believe it's part of our survival instinct to, you know, do certain things. And that's, so, yeah, I mean, you you know, you can ask a child who's five years old, two years old, you know, the terrible twos, mm-hmm. and they lie. They 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 lie, um, you know, when they've done something wrong. And, they you know, they, they don't lie the way as calculating as we lie. Mm-hmm. As you get older, you learn how to do it better. But, um, you know, they lie, and then if they get caught in the lie, then they'll probably just cry because they don't know what else to do because they don't they haven't learned how I'm to continue. Some adults do that too. Oh yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's our um, most primitive one of our, our primitive instincts is just to do that. Okay, let me go to the eight five zero area code, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida, and bring on the homie Buck. Buck, what's happening? What up, what up? How you doing tonight? Uh Crystal doing? Hey, Buck. And yeah. what's up, man? Buck, do you agree with Crystal? I mean, is it natural for kids to lie? And is it actually, actually, is it healthy for a kid um, who who lies on their own? Not necessarily one who's taught, but, you know, uh, a two- or three-year-old who doesn't want to get in trouble for something. Is it healthy for them to lie? I don't know. if you, I don't think it's ever healthy to lie. I mean, I know that, you know, kids do it. I know we do it, you know, trying to protect each other and protect, you know, protect yourself or whatnot, but I, I don't I don't necessarily say with it with something that's healthy. I always try to teach my kids not to do it because it, I'd rather you tell me the truth regardless of how bad it is. So that, therefore if you tell me the truth up front, you less you know, be the pun you still get punished, but you don't get punished nearly severe if you unless you you know, if you lie, then the the punishment's gonna be double. Um perfect example of that my seventh and my first my first child who's now 29, he used to come home and change. He would actually change his report card grades because he knew they were bad. So he would change them and um, actually try to follow. He was in the seventh, sixth or seventh grade. Okay. And um, I looked at that, looked at them grade, and I said, look, I said, before your mama get home, <laughs> you got a decision to make. If you, you actually believe that, I believe that these are your grades, you're sadly mistaken, because you can clearly see that change. 
And uh, no, those are my grades. They're my grades. It's like, okay. I said, I'm giving you the opportunity now to tell me the truth because I'd rather you tell me now. So, therefore, I can tell your mama your grades are already bad and it won't be severe on you. Nope, he, he stuck with it. So, when his mama got home and she saw them grades, she knew they had been changed and she came in there and asked me, she goes, You know, them grades changed? I said, Yep. I said, I already tried to tell him, tell me the truth, and he didn't. Wore that ass out. And he, not only did he get it wore out by her, she got, he got it wore out by me, too. Plus, he got grounded for nine weeks. So I told him, I said, you told me the truth. You probably would have just got your ass whooped, got a week or two of groundation. You've been all right. Foundation. But uh, he got nine weeks because he, mm. he lied about it. So that was his lesson. And that was the uh, he knew that from then on out, if he made bad grades, he was going to be grounded for nine weeks versus two just because of that one thing. So Right. Tell me up front, so that way I ain't got to deal with the bullshit. I think um, I actually, I guess you just have to hear me out on, on this one. I actually think for a kid who's two, three, four years old, that lying can be healthy. I think it shows that the kid is thinking. And, um, I mean, if a kid knocks over a lamp and you come in and you're like, did you break that? And they say, yeah. You know, like a two or three year old, I'm thinking, okay, this kid's stupid. You know, what I mean, I mean, because it seems like instinctively you want to get out of it. Now, kids aren't smart enough to understand that logically they had to be the only person to break it. But you know, I think it shows that they're they're thinking. You know, that they have some cognitive skills where they're trying to manipulate themselves out of a situation. I mean, Crystal, am I reaching here? Um. Okay, what were you saying? I'm sorry, I missed that. I mean, do kids do, do kids show um, cognitive skills by lying, trying to get out of trouble? You know, when they're two, three years old, and they do something wrong. I mean, in a way, can can that be healthy when they display that type of behave, behavior? Um, no. I mean, um. Like I said before, it's an instinctive thing, so I don't think that that it has really anything to do with their cognitive, uh, uh, you know, kind of uh, moving up in, you know, developmentally. I think that's just something natural um, that happens. Uh, again, I, I put it on the the very lower realms of survival, your basic survival instinct that you're we're all born with. So uh, now, if if the lie is calculating. Um, and it's complex. Then you are moving into some different kind of, you know, cognitive abilities. But just on a basic level of hiding something or just lying about something so they won't get in trouble, that's a survival instinct. So that's no, that's, that has nothing to do with your cognitive development. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know. I I think it does show some smarts in a way, but. Um, so Crystal, I mean, have you ever encouraged your child to lie about anything? Be uh, honest. No, I don't, <laughs> no, I don't encourage them to lie. Absolutely not. Oh, um, come on, Crystal, something. No, I'm gonna I never encourage. You're going to give me an example? In just a moment, I'm going to give you an example, and you're going to tell okay, me Okay, well, you can before. give me an example, but no, I have but. never encouraged my children to lie. I'm very big on honesty, um, mm-hmm. especially when dealing with 
relationships, like friendships and stuff, girlfriends or, you know, when you have your, you know, when they were younger and they were just with their peer groups, um, my, my policy has always been tell the truth about it because people will respect you more when you're upfront about what's going on as opposed to hiding something or trying to manipulate people, um, you know, because that's from my own experiences that that never works. And I've always hated people who lied. And I have very distinct memories of being a child around people who actually lie to you. I mean, the peers, your, your peer mm-hmm. group. And I'm like, what did you lie about it for? It was so stupid. And And to me, being honest is a sign of strength. So... And not caring what happened afterwards, you know. So that's that's how I raised my kids to be, you know, from my example, because that's what I did. And I learned that very early in different types of situations. So, no, I never encouraged lying. Absolutely not. Okay. Buck, what about you? You ever encouraged a kid to lie? Well... Not my first one and not my youngest one, but my middle one kind of put himself in situations to where his mouth was too big for his ass. For his ass. So, unfortunately for that one, I actually encouraged him to do it so he can save his own ass because his mouth was too damn big. <laughs> so, um, you know, when you sometimes you get you get that big mouth and you think you whoop everybody, and then when they call your bluff, you got to go running. You got to find your big runner. Then you know. You got to do something to save yourself. Unfortunately, I had to tell that one on on numerous occasions because, you know, I, I even had to come to his defense a few times because his mouth was just a little bit too big for his ass to cash. So for him, I had to tell him to, to lie to kind of keep himself out of things because he just, he always thought he was above the law. And, that, and I told him, I said, I don't encourage this, but to keep your, you know, keep your ass from getting beat or you getting shot or killed or something, you're going to have to do something a little bit drastic. And I said, if you got a lot to get yourself out of it, so be it. But uh, I don't, you know, I also told him in the same sentence, this is not something that I approve of and don't get yourself tied up in some shit like this again. But unfortunately for him, that was something he did quite frequently. But I didn't have to worry about that but the other two, though. All right, well, Crystal, I just have a couple of examples. I mean... Have you you never encouraged um, e- either of your children to lie to keep from hurting someone's feelings? No. You ever had um, got them to lie to avoid paying full price at a buffet? You know, saying that you're eleven when you're really twelve. No. Okay. I don't. Want, right. I, I I usually don't go to. We didn't really go to a lot of buffets, but um. <laughs> no, no, it just, and I think because, you know, my kids, um, they were tall, so it was, it was kind of stupid sometimes, like going to okay. the movies when we did that, it was yeah. like, okay, well, <laughs> they're not going to believe right, well, you're this age anyway. <laughs> so. Did you ever, uh, did you ever lie to your kids? Um, hmm. Yes or yes or no. You don't have to give it in detail. Yeah. I'm just trying to yeah. verify. Because I'm gonna get to that. I'm gonna get to that later. I'm gonna try to verify, but probably, probably I didn't tell them whole truth. 
about what was going on in my life because I literally did not need to know that shit. <laughs> like most people of sane minds. Okay, okay. But <laughs> what about you? Know. You ever you ever lie to your kids? Tell your kids to lie about their age at a buffet to avoid full price or to to keep them hurting someone's feelings or something? Yep. <laughs> you know the bad the bad part about my older uh, my oldest child my youngest child both of them jokers skyrocketed very fast so they were actually taller than what they was should have been at their you know at their age and you know and still got that little young look so yeah to save some money yeah I told them tell them tell them you're twelve and they'll be thirteen fourteen so you gotta say dollar with money tight. <laughs> All right, so uh Buck, do you believe in white lies or fibs? Um, you know, is there a such uh, thing as a, as an innocent lie or do you think all lies are bad? I think all lies are really bad. I mean, I know there's instances where you know you can probably say otherwise, but you know, I really don't condone lying, so you know, it's just be best to do it. So Crystal, what do you think? Um, just we mean just in general, white lies. Yeah, I mean white lies are they just as bad as every other lie, or do you think there are degrees to lying where it's not all that bad? You can have an innocent lie. Well, I think it is. Um, I think it's, I agree with Buck. I think it is bad no matter what, really. Um, but um, I, you know, I've I've told told lies, white lies, or whatever you want to call it, you know. Caucasian lies. I've told them all, um, <laughs> you know. But was is it a good situation? No, it never really is because you know you lie to yourself first usually when in in those situations. So okay, it's never good. And so I mean, well, what about the the average kid, Crystal? Can they tell a white lie from a regular lie? I think they can, <laughs> but um, sometimes, you know, we expect to be lied to, um, and, you know, kids don't understand um, many of the differences, but they can sense that what is being told to them may not be all of the truth, or, you know, it's something's wrong here. I mean, that's I think that's another natural instinct um, that we all have. So we can kind of tell if someone's not exactly telling the truth to us. And some kids, especially when you have kids who lie just because they're pathological, they just do it. And everybody's standing there Which going, yeah, but yeah, that's happened. <laughs> you know, so yeah, they they can tell, they can sense it more so than anything else. So to them, it doesn't, you know, the I guess the white lie as opposed to a big lie, may not be that much different for them, for a child, because they just know, well, something is wrong. Something mm-hmm. is amiss about what's happening here. You know, it doesn't make it sense to them. Okay, okay. It looks like Buck dropped, um, so we'll wait for him to get back in. Um, but, yeah, I think that um, the average kid, you know, let's just pick an age and say seven or eight, I guess, uh, can tell a white lie from a regular lie. You know, once they reach a certain age, they understand that there are degrees to lying. Uh, mm-hmm. They may not necessarily look at it as a okay, this is 
even though it's a white lie, it's bad. Because I honestly think some people actually, you know, do think that there's good in lying at times. When, um, especially when you get older as an adult male, if a woman comes to you and asks you about an outfit and doesn't make her look fat, and you know it looks bad on her, but you don't want to necessarily say it, so um, you tell her it looks fine when it doesn't. I'm not saying it's it's a good idea, but, I mean, a lot of guys do that, and they think that they're doing uh, a good deed. You know, there's no remorse whatsoever in how, in the fact that they told that lie because they think they're doing it to protect someone's feelings. Um, mm-hmm. And then, like, sometimes what you mentioned earlier, as parents, parents have to lie to kids in order to protect them. Can you give, like, an example or a reason that a parent would lie to a child to protect them? Oh, gosh, so many reasons. I mean, because there's so many things. Um, You know, um, saying that we're moving because we want a smaller house. (laughs) As Mm. opposed to we're being evicted because your lazy-ass daddy won't send me my goddamn check. Wow. So you don't, you know, stuff like that. So you don't tell the child that, you know. Um, but from the, that's a, probably a big one. But, you know, little ones, like, I'm okay. <laughs> you know, everything is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just having a spell, you know, as they say. You know, and I get, I just have a headache or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you say things to children because you don't want to have to explain the gravity of what's really occurring in the household. And, um, you know, you don't want them to know. A lot of times you lie by omission. You just don't say anything, you know, anyway. Right, right. With the kid, unless they ask, especially when they start getting into teenage years, (laughs) you know, then it's harder to hide certain things. But, yeah, when they're small, there's just things they, you know, they're on a need-to-know basis, basically. They don't need to know half of the shit that's, going on you know you try to protect them from the bullshit of the world okay buck do you agree you have examples of when it's okay to um to lie to a kid in order to protect them yeah i mean you don't want you don't want your kids to know too early what you did when you were their age um like if you drank before you turned 21 or if you happen to, you know, smoke weed or something like that. You don't want to, you have to be a parent. You can't be a best friend to your kid. So there are certain things about your past that you just shouldn't tell your kids, especially too early, because then they'll think it's okay for them to do it as well. Um, so they'll, you know, you'll come up, come home one day and they're in the garage doing what you said two days ago that you told them that you used to do. And that ain't cool. You know, especially you're trying to raise them the correct way. So there's just certain things you just don't tell your kids, and, you know, you're not only protecting them, but you're protecting yourself, too, because things ain't like they used to be back in the day. So mm-hmm. certain things we do, you can't do now. If you do that, then, you know, you got Department of Children's Families knocking on your damn door. So, yeah, you know, in instances like that, you have to really kind of, you know, you, they're just, you know you're protecting your kids as well as yourself. Okay. And uh, I do think sometimes it is necessary, like, you know, you might lie to them about sex and drugs. Like, if they ask about sex and they're way too young to know, you might lie 
in order just to pacify the situation until they get old enough to really be explained. Uh, you might lie about the effect of drugs because you want to scare them off of it. Uh, you might lie about them being adopted. If they're adopted, you know, you might not want to disclose that at a certain age. And you may also lie about death. Um, you know, kids at a certain age don't understand death, so sometimes it's easier to lie to them and just give them some story about someone going away um, instead of explaining the finality of death. So there are a lot of different reasons that people do that to protect their kids or to keep them innocent. And um, I just think that's just something that's necessary, you know. I mean, I just don't think you can hit kids with the truth every time they ask a question because sometimes they're just not ready to understand it. But uh, I'm going to take a quick break, and I do mean quick, because we're talking about allborrow.com. Allborrow.com is one of my sponsors, and they have the quickest ad I've played to date. Do you want to borrow money? Allborrow.com. List where you can borrow money from. Allborrow.com. Guess no quicker than that. <laughs> My thanks to allborrow.com for being a sponsor of the Talk to Q radio show. And 347-202-0215 is the number. And Crystal, um, children are impulsive and emotional, which is why lying can come naturally to them. Does the same apply to adult liars? Are most adult liars emotional and impulsive? Um, yeah, I would say so. Um, I would say that, you know, developmentally they haven't, you know, progressed. Um, they get into a habit of lying. Uh, some, like I said before, some people are actually pathological about it and it, it has woven itself into their character and their structure and how they interact with the world. So, uh, you know, they don't even know what the truth is anymore. Actually, they, um, They've become very good at lying, and the, and the first step of good lying is lying to yourself. Making If you can believe that it's real, then you can make other people believe that it's real. So that, you know, and, yeah, you have to be really impulsive. It becomes a habit. It becomes something you just fly off and say and do because it's natural. So, yeah, there are some people who do that. Okay. And, Buck, what do you think? Do you think that... Um children that are emotional and impulsive um, grow up to become adult liars? Yeah, I think so. Uh, especially, you know, if they're showing the inner city. I think that, um, you know, that applies. Um, mainly because, you know, they see, you know, they don't have good role models and so forth, or the, the role models they do have are doing the same thing that they're doing or probably teaching them to do. So, with that being said, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, so, Crystal, I mean, other than to avoid confrontation, what other benefits can a person get from getting you to believe in a lie? Okay. Well, basically, to believe, to get you to believe that they are um, whatever they're trying to present to you, whatever persona or facade they're trying to get you to believe in. So it could be to secure a new job. Uh, it could be to get promoted. It could be to date someone, um, which we all lie about when we date. Uh, we lie about who we are. And yeah, so I'm lying right now. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> well, I don't lie anymore, so that's why I'm not, I don't date anymore either. 
So that you know, that people lie just on a basic level, um, and yeah, we we do it um, in order to to progress. And sometimes we have to, like I said before, lie to ourselves in order for us to even walk out the freaking door in the morning. Mm. <laughs> okay, so Buck, why do some people continue to lie even after the truth has been revealed? And the best example that comes to me is uh, Bill Clinton. It's like even after the truth comes out, you either alter the truth or you just flat out lie, even though everyone knows you're lying. Well, I'm going to add Bill Cosby to that, too. Um, <laughs> unfortunately. Anyway, I don't know. Um, maybe because they, you know, they believe it. Uh, we can also add to that same mix the, the girl that said that she was black when she was actually white. Um, maybe, you know, you know, they, um, you know, they've done it for so long now. And they actually pulled it off for so long, so to the point to where they actually they believe actually it believe too, it. even though. They, yeah. Mhm. You know, so that's probably the reason why they continue to do it. Um, really, nothing else you can say about that. They just do it to the point to where they believe it. I mean, Crystal, do you think there's something wrong with people who do that? What? Who lie for no reason? Not who lie, even though you know that they're lying, all right? It's been revealed that they're lying, or there's evidence of it, yet they still continue to just stick to their story. Well, a lot of, a lot of times I believe that some people are actually taught that. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I think a lot of guys are taught to stick to the story till the end yeah. of time, yeah. you know, kind of a thing. And um, so that's ingrained in the culture, um, and ingrained in some people. And then again, it goes back to pathological liars. Pathological liars, they lie all the time. So once you get caught in the lie, you have to keep it going um, because the lie just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So you'd really, you've gone into survival mode where you try to, you know, kind of get yourself out of this hole you keep digging. Survival so. mode, I like that. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you out. I just said I liked it. No, that was it. <laughs> All right, so, Chris, let me throw this question at you, and I'm very interested to hear this because I'm sure you have a a BS radar. Uh, What tactics do you use to determine if someone is lying to you or not, a child or an adult? Well, with a child, of course, that's probably a little easier to uh, recognize their movements and body language and stuff like that, you know. Um, so, but for an adult, it can be a little trickier, but you can do the same things by just watching them. You know, I always give, I like to give people enough room, you know, enough rope to hang themselves. And, um, especially if I already know that they're lying or suspect heavily that they're lying, mm-hmm. then I allow, I get, I ask them questions to allow them to lie, you know, so they can keep going with the lie as much as possible. I like I like that to happen, especially in relationships. I, I love for that to happen. For that sounds sadistic. Yeah, to continue the lie over and over again. And um, so, yeah, but I can tell you, you can tell by the way a person moves, by the way they, whether they're looking at you or not looking at you, uh, they say uh, there's some sort of um, t- 
tell if you like look to the left or look to the right or whatever, look down or whichever way. You know, there you know, there's ways of of study if you study someone and yes. if someone is all of a sudden out of character, you know, um, they are acting one way usually and then now all of a sudden that you're talking about something they may tense up or they're fidgety or some people even stutter, which is an obvious sometimes lie. But there are things, if you know a person, you can tell when they're not exactly right about something. Okay. And, Buck, do you have any ways to kind of figure out if someone's lying to you or not? Uh, my kids, they always repeat it. And they don't look at you, they look down. Um, they say they don't know who did it. When they know they were the one that did it, if you see it here, I don't know. That's the, that's a dead giveaway right there. I know which one did it. This guy, what? No, I don't know. I'm like, all right, I know which one did it. So that that's the one that's gonna get punished. The one that say I don't know. <laughs> they do know, and they know they know, and I know they know. So. <laughs> <laughs> you picked that up, huh? <laughs> I think I've heard of many different tactics um, to determine this. This is something that I actually got really interested in when there used to be this show that came on Fox that they canceled, and I hate them for it, and it was called Lie to Me. And that show taught you how to read facial expressions and find tales on people. It was a really good show, and it intrigued me to the point that I actually Googled and, and studied some things. And there are many different tactics, and I'm sure different things work with different people. You may have heard the story, uh, the strategy where they tell you if um, if a guy lies to a woman and you know talks about what he did on a particular evening, let him tell the story, give all the details, and just pay attention. And when he's done, ask him to repeat the story backwards. And he won't be able to do it. They say you can uh, repeat the truth backwards, but not a lie. I don't know how true that is. but um, And then, like Crystal said, you have some people who look a certain way. They look a certain direction when they're lying because they're trying to reach the thinking part of their brain. So they may look up and to the left or whatever it is, uh, up to the right, I think, to try to retrieve um, information to fabricate their story. Uh, most liars give too much detail, so a good liar is not never going to give you a lot of details. They're going to keep the story simple because it's easier to remember. And so it's not always easy. Um, sometimes, like Crystal said, um, if you really suspect something that's going on, if you have any shred of evidence, a lot of times you can turn a little piece of evidence into something that causes the person to actually tell on themselves. Uh, and that's something my mom was like the master at. My mom could get me to admit I did something, and she didn't have a clue that I'd even done anything wrong. But her, the way she questioned me, the way she looked at me made me think that she knew more than what she did, and I would tell off on myself. And it took me until I was about 16 or 17 to realize that, okay, mama don't really know anything. She's just trying to get me to spill my guts. You have some people who are very psychological in getting the truth out of you, you know, so there are many different ways, but I think people should um, kind of read up on it. It's very interesting. All right, so last one, and Buck, I'll ask you, uh, can a parent who lies regularly raise an honest child? 
Wow. Um, I would say yes, depending on what what they're lying about. Um, just because I mean they could be, you know, kind of like Chris was saying from a survival standpoint, trying to make sure you know maybe their lives are not is that not that great, and you know they don't want the kid to know how bad it actually is. So they're trying to make sure that the kid doesn't go down the same path that they're going down. Therefore, you know, yeah, they can raise it. They can raise an honest kid because they're trying to protect their kids from, you know, the bad things that are out there that they're going through and trying to keep them from, you know, make sure that they, you know, go up the right way and do the right thing. So, yeah, I can, I can definitely see, you know, them, you know, raising an honest kid to try to protect, you know, try to protect them and have them get out of the, situations that the parent is in themselves. Okay. And, Crystal, what do you think? Can a lying parent raise an honest child? Um, yeah, so I have to agree with Buck with what he said. You know, I think that um, if you are with someone who's, um, you're raised by someone who lies all the time or whatever, uh, especially if it starts affecting, you know, your actual life, then, um, you will grow up to say, you know what, I don't want to, I don't want to be that way. I don't want to be like, you know, my parent, you know, however she was or he was. So that you know, you know, a lot of times the children rebel uh, in that way. So yeah, so yeah, I think so. Um, and you know, whether whether it was a good lie that they learned about later or it was a lie that you know it was just part of their. And the way they were, like if they were alcoholics or something, of course, alcoholics mm-hmm. lie a lot about different things and um, um, any kind of drug user, but gambling. I mean, anything that was detrimental to the family, then there's a, usually a lot of, of course, lying going on to the children. So they, they pretty much know or they learn later. And then you can have huge lies, you know, like you mentioned adoption, stuff like yeah. that that are just, just huge lies that, you or know, like really uh, a child, or like Crypto Fastest said on Twitter, Uncle Joey is the, is actually their real father. Shh, don't tell Dad. Yeah, I mean that kind of thing <laughs> happens a lot in, um, yeah. especially a lot of different families, and it may not be, you know, that kind of thing. Whereas Joe, but you know, it could be like you're raised by a woman, and you think it's your mom, but it's really your aunt. Um, yeah. You know, and your mom, you thought was your aunt, is you know, and all that kind of stuff. Your mom's or a you, crackhead, and you never knew it. Right, you never knew, you never saw her, or you, you know, you didn't know who you were looking at when you did see her. So that kind of a thing, that happens a lot in families. You know, there's lots of lying going on. You want to learn how to lie. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is look through your family tree, and you can figure it out. I remember you know, seeing. Uh, I remember seeing a, a, um, a TV show once where. Um, a girl found out, I guess, when she was about 16 or 17, that the woman she thought was her big sister was actually her mom. It's just that she was so young when she had her that the family didn't want the shame of knowing that their 15-year-old daughter had a child. So they just act like it was the mom's child and told the daughter that that was her sister, and it was twisted. Yeah, that happens. It happens, too. So, yeah, that's pretty much. That's family. Okay. Right. Well, I mean, the main reason people lie is usually to try in some shape, form, or fashion to keep the peace. 
Uh, now that might mean keep someone from getting a piece of them too, but uh, that's just kind of what we do. And we do it so naturally at times that we don't even realize it. I remember, uh, of course we have caller ID now, but back before we had caller ID, I remember answering the phone and, you know, looking over at my mom and she's trying to figure out who it is and I'm whispering to her, um, oh, it's so-and-so, so-and-so, and she's like, I'm not here. You know what I mean? And you don't realize, you know, what you're teaching your kid, but, I mean, there are times where you're saying to yourself, okay, it's not so bad for me to lie to, you know, tell my kid to lie for me, you know, even. Um, and, I mean, you know, of course, if you're a mature kid, you can kind of figure it out for yourself, but, I mean, is it healthy to do that? In the grand scheme of things, probably not, but it's just something that we do. All right, 347-202-0215 is the number on the Talk to Q radio show. Um, moving on to a different topic, and you know how I, I kind of bounce around with random things. I want to talk about pickup etiquette, okay? You're at a bar. You see someone you like. Um, is there something maybe you should or should not do, I guess, in regards to regarding approach, approaching that person? And, um, Crystal, of course, I got to ask you, if a man approaches a bar, a lady in a bar, and she has a group of friends with her, you know, say it's just, it's three of them all together, and he wants to talk to this lady, does he buy her and her friends a drink, or does he just get the one, um, a drink for the woman he's interested in? I guess it would depend on the girls, but if he really wants to make brownie points, he wants he would definitely buy everyone a drink. Um, because actually that would be better for him because he doesn't know that the girl that he starts talking to that he likes from across the room may actually be a ditz or they just don't get along or she has a stank-a-dank-dank attitude or something. So mm-hmm. he's already bought the drink for the other girl who may look not as good, but, you know, the second choice. So you buy it for the whole, you pull around. I mean, Bober. All right, I know he'll get points if he does, but I mean, should he? Should this is this part of the etiquette that you buy drinks for the table, regardless of who's sitting at it? Um, uh, again, as far as etiquette is concerned, um, if they're at a table and he actually walks over to the table, yeah, he should go ahead and buy drinks for everybody if he's going to do that. What he should do, though, is ask her to dance or something, and then he, that way he gets her alone, and then he gets her a drink after the dance. Okay. All right, Buck, what do you think? Buck, if you go out and a few women sitting at the table and you're interested in one, I mean, should you buy all of them drinks? Should that be the rule? No, it shouldn't be. And the main reason why is you buy them all drinks. They all, you know, they could be all trying to get get with you, and it's not. That's not. You know, you don't want to give off the wrong idea. You know, you buying them all drinks it looks like you're trying to get all three of them or four of them. Many of them is there at the table. To me, if you got your eyes. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, you know, if you're a player, that's one thing. But if not. <laughs> You know, if, you, if you're interested in, in just one at that table, then and you got your eye on there, you know, you got that eye t- contact with that particular one, then that's the one you need to buy a drink with. You don't need to buy one for the other ones at the table because 
to me, that just doesn't look right because it looks like you're trying to get more than just, you know, more than one, and that's not the case. You zeroing in on one, she's been eyeing you, you've been eyeing her. You buy that one a drink. You don't buy everybody at the table a drink because it's just, uh, you know, as far as female go, it's just, to me, that's just not the right thing to do. You just buy the one that you got your eye on, and that's it. Um, it doesn't make sense to do it on, you know, three or four, and then you take that one away and buy another one, you know, just do it for the one because that's what it should be. Yeah, I, I think it's mighty expensive if you strike out. If you're buying everyone's the table drinks and you don't get any type of number or progress or whatever, then that can be expensive. Your your night can be cut really short <laughs> if you do go that route. Uh, I don't think that if it's one other person, I wouldn't mind doing it. I, I wouldn't mind doing it. But when you talk about two or more, I don't know. I just don't think that it's necessarily worth it at that point. Um, then I'm trying to do like Crystal was saying, and I'm trying to lure her away, or maybe sending a drink from across the room. You know, let the let the wait let the server take the drink over there and say, hey, it's from that guy, and then come over later. You know, that way you're not buying anything. But uh, I, I just don't think that you're required to buy everyone at the table drinks, even though there are some people who do think that. So, um. Bump is a man re- expected, and I guess I'd rather use expected um, than required, but it, is a man expected to buy a woman a drink just to sit down and chat with her? Just say she's by herself at the bar. Are you expected to buy her a drink if you're going to chat with her? I think in a lot of ways, I think a lot of that's kind of expected. It's not, I mean, to me, it's not necessary. It just depends on, you know, it depends on, the, it really depends on the lady, and it really depends on the person, I mean, yourself. Um, sometimes you can just, you know, you're getting a drink, and you're not necessarily, you know, you're not really going up there to really say anything to the other one that's standing, you know, the lady that's standing at the bar or whatnot, and it just happens, you start talking. You may not even buy a drink. You may just go dancing first and then, you know, after that, you know, things may happen. It just depends on the moment. Um, to me, if you're, you know, if you're somebody that you're interested in, you want to buy a drink, that's great. Um, but it doesn't always happen that way. Um, I think it's expected, but it doesn't always happen that way. So it just depends on the person and it depends on the moment. And it depends Crystal. on your game. Too. Crystal, what do you think? Do you think that... Uh... You know, uh, a guy comes over to you at the bar. The first thing he needs to do is ask you if he wants to drink, if he's expected to get any conversation out of you. Hell, yeah. <laughs> That's number one. Damn. Now you're going to and talk to me, and you ain't even bought me a drink. <laughs> Every woman feels that See, even if you the guy doesn't buy a drink, doesn't mean that I – that the girl or whatever would not, you know, continue to have a conversation with, with him. But that's a tick. That's a tick off. You know, you know, that's a tick off of the, <laughs> eh, I don't know, man. He didn't even buy me a drink. That, you know, because the first thing you go is, well, hell, y'all sat over there all the time. Did he buy you a drink at least? You know, like, oh, no, damn, he didn't buy me no drink. I'm going to fuck that nigga. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, come on. One drink, so even he didn't if buy he... me a drink. So even if he was a nine, 
even if he was a nine when he walked over there, he's going to be an eight if he sits down by the altar and a drink. <laughs> oh, yes. And the longer he stay there without <laughs> refilling my drink, that he'll, he can walk away and he'll be a two. I don't give a damn how fine he is. You ain't even bought me a drink and I'm supposed to sit here with you all night and dance with you. Shit. <laughs> Not when there's plenty of other men who will buy you a drink. That's what women, women don't come to a damn club to buy their own damn drinks. That's okay. true. That's a smart <laughs> you know, that ain't, if, if that happens, then guess what? I ain't talking to none of y'all niggas because none of you came over here and asked me for a drink, so fuck you. <laughs> you don't get to talk to me or anybody else sitting at this damn table, okay? Um, so, and that's what's going to happen. That's why the, the previous question about him buying drinks for everybody there, if he's going to uh-huh. come over to the table and you see a bunch of girls sitting there, like, you know, as you say, three or whatever, they're sitting there, they're all girlfriend up. And so you come over and you're just going to talk to her. How are you going to sit there and talk to her without, you know, just buying us all a drink? I mean, just one. I'm not saying you got to give Does it make him look every like single a, time. Can it backfire and make him look bad, make him look like, you no, know, he's from want to be baller? No, it makes him, no, that's what, she, that's what we want. <laughs> we want a baller. <laughs> we want the one who's going to spend a little oh, money. Oh, we discussed you know? this last night. We discussed this last night. But see, that's the whole I thing. I want I'm that just excitement. Saying, just once. Just once. You don't have to buy just, everybody a drink hey, all but, night long. That's crazy. Buck, I can see not? Crystal over there when the guy's talking to her like, uh, so, yeah, what do you do for a living? And she's like, uh, 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 well, I, uh, <laughs> died I'm a little parched. <laughs> I don't do shit. Except <laughs> for waiting on my damn I drink. drink. Right. That's what That's I do. What I I'm drink. Doing for a living. <laughs> Let me go to the 601 area code of Magnolia State of Mississippi and bring on my boy Eminem. Eminem, what's happening, man? Hey, what up, Q? What up, your World? And Eminem was a man required to buy a woman a drink if he's going to walk over to her table or walk over to her at the bar and, and spend some time with her or attempt to spend time with her. I mean, if that's going to be his move to physically go sit by her, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's that's just part of the game, man. Yeah, you know, I mean, that just come with it, you know. It's almost like... Uh,
the highest thing on the damn, you know, that's at the bar. You just get a, you know, just a, what they call a casual drink. A well drink? <laughs> yeah, you know. Like, uh, not that great goose, get that well drink. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, get that shit with no label on it. You know, then if she, you know, she halfway, you know, you know, uh, responsive, you know, not just sitting there like, okay, this nigga done bought me a drink, now go on. Well, if it's like that, well, you know, uh, well, you know, well, you you know, you just take your losses, but you know, you don't want to be no fool, and you know, you, you done bought all this shit with some kind of French name you can't pronounce, and you never even tasted the shit. All you know is is, is the damn nigga highest thing on the bar. Now, 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 you don't want to go out like that at all, because they're gonna look at you like you weak ass nigga. That's how they're gonna look at you, whether they admit it or not. You know, so. All right, so let me go back to Crystal for a minute. Crystal, if you're not interested in him whatsoever, is it still okay to accept a drink from him? Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. I somehow I knew your answer, but go ahead. Yeah, of course. Hey, first of all, I'm just being nice. Okay. So you come over and we sit there, you you know, you refill my drink. That's really all you have to say to a woman. So what are you drinking? You know, just refill it or whatever. Just motion to the bartender, you know, re- refill. And um, that means you get a little time to sit with me and talk. It has nothing oh, so to do you with will talk else. to him at least, huh? A lot, you know, a little bit for a minute. And then all of a sudden I'm going to be, you know, needed somewhere else. But, you know, for a minute while I drink my drink, yeah. I mean, you know, give him a little time for a second. That's all he's bought. He he bought a drink so he can sit and watch me drink it. And I can listen to him as I drink my drink. (laughs) That's his prize. You can watch him drink it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, come on. Oh, man, I got a cramp. Oh, boy. (laughs) Buck, how do you feel about that, Buck? I mean, you know. You you buy a woman a drink, she basically drinks it in front of you, gets up and leave. How do you feel about that, man? Is that just part of the? Is that just the chance you take, or um, you know, do you feel a little kind of kind of upset about that? It's a little bit of both. I mean, that's just part of it. I mean, you're not gonna you, you know you're not gonna knock it out the park every time, just like you know just like you're not gonna you know strike out every time. That's just part of it. Some some of them, you know, some of them respond, some of them don't. Some of them just want to drink, and then, you know, they're really not feeling you, and they go on about their business, and, you know, or maybe they're not feeling you that night because they had a bad bad day or whatever, and they feel you some other time when they see you. Um, so, I mean, it just, you know, every day just ain't gravy, every day ain't soft. So it's just one of those deals. If you win some, you lose some. Okay. And, Crystal, let me ask you this. How does a woman feel when a guy buys her a drink and doesn't talk to her? Like, you're you're at the bar, you just happen to be there at the same time, and he's like, oh, I'll take care of hers, or whatever. He pays for your drink, you say thank you, he says you're welcome, and he walks off. I mean, I mean, what, what's what's your your take Man, on you that? You words out my mouth. That's the shit oh, I Oh, that'd be like great. That. That's great. <laughs> that's, that's a free drink. I don't even have to talk to him. That's a beautiful thing. <laughs> Thank you. Chris, you can't get that hard all the damn time. Shit, loosen up some. What? I don't know this name. He came over. He probably just said, You look beautiful tonight. Let me get you a drink. Oh, thank you. Bye bye. 
Thank you. Whatever. I've had guys do that all the time. I mean, it's like, you know, they just they just want to compliment you. They just want to say you look nice so, tonight or um, whatever. It doesn't add any intrigue to the guy. I mean, if he's just, you know, if he's an average looking guy or whatever, it doesn't add any intrigue to him that he did that. You don't question no. why he may have done it? No. Okay. No, it okay. has no intrigue whatsoever. Not to me. Like and Eminem, you say it's something that that you've done before, and it's something that it's something I did last weekend. But uh, <laughs> I mean, what's your what's your reasoning behind it, Eminem? Well, um, it, it's 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 like it, it's like well, what Crystal said was a, a female version of it, and you know, and everything she's saying is true. But the male version of that, with 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 a different experience, is. Uh, you do it to see if the chick is going to uh, have a curiosity peak. Because, you right. know, I'm not trying to give up the game, but that's my whole goal, just to peak your curiosity. Because if you're curious, then I know there's somewhat of interest there. But if, you know, you're just like, okay, this nigga just gave me a you know, free drink. I was thirsty anyway. Well, you know, I, obviously that, that ain't nothing, in, uh, uh, no interest peak. But, uh, but if you kind of see... You know, from a incognito spot in the in the in the bar, or whatever, and you kind of looking and you kind of see, you know, maybe her asking somebody to, uh, you know, anything about that guy that walked by here, saying, nah, I've seen him here a few times before. You're like, oh, okay, you know, even though that's casual, but like I say, you're like, hmm, you wondering. If you wondering, you thinking. You see, what I'm saying, if you thinking, mm-hmm. you soon gonna be sinking. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm gonna be thinking in them motherfucking drawers, you know, but but I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I say, like I say, uh, the one answer was for the females that ain't giving no play, and my answer is the opposite, where the woman do give in. See what I'm saying? So, you know, and, and, and Buck's answer was the ultimate answer because like that's how I go, you know, you you win some, you lose some, but at the same time. You know what I'm saying? When when you do it like that, you don't get put on front street. Cause see, a lot of women uh, date based on what other women do, and that's why you guys. I mean, I don't want to really just say this because it's really gonna be a whole another topic, probably on another show. But that monkey see, monkey do stuff is why a lot of women end up in bad relationships. So they see, I don't know, this guy. He might be a you know engineer or somebody but you know if if the last two weeks you notice that every time he bought somebody a drink he sit beside him they drink the shit and get up and leave his ass sitting there looking cuckoo you know other women see that shit you see what i'm saying but you walk off well you know whatever the woman think nobody else don't see it so then the, the next female you do like that she don't know what happened but you sit your ass over there and and they keep seeing these women just getting up getting up getting up they're gonna say this guy got gingivitis uh, <laughs> something, cause you know what I'm saying. So nah, uh-uh. can't go out like that. You know, okay. cause women are monkey see, monkey do. Likewise, if a guy getting a lot of play, shit, you ain't got to do nothing. Hell, yeah, nah. when you walk in, it's, it's gonna chick know your you. name, yeah. know everything about you. Ooh, you know. Yeah. You know, rubbing your chest and stuff. And I'm just sitting there smiling. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you hey, get one, I, you got uh, them all. You strike out with one, you lose them all. I remember one time, uh, I'm trying to think of where I was because I wasn't 
local. I don't really go out locally. I go out when I go out of town. Maybe I was in Chicago. This is back in the early nineties, I think. And um, I brought I bought this girl a drink. I just you know walked up beside her at the bar and I was getting my own drink. And she was getting something, and she was frustrated about something because like she was just struggling with you know having a bad day. And uh, so I just told the bartender, I said I'll pay for her drink. And then she just kind of looked at me and she said thank you. I said thank you, and I said you're welcome. And I walked off, and so. Later on, maybe about 20, 30 minutes later, she came over to me, to the table I was sitting, and uh, she asked me why I bought her the drink. And it was like, I'm trying to keep her smiling because I'm like, okay. I said, she's interested, in, you know, she's her curiosity's been piqued. And I think that a lot of times it can work out like that. And then there are other times where you come across a crystal who's like, hey, free drink, no conversation, you know? <laughs> so... You had to be prepared for whatever. Uh, last weekend when I was hanging out with Buck in uh, Pensacola, um, I bought someone a drink. She was at the bar. She was frustrated because they had messed up her order. And uh, I wasn't getting anything alcoholic. I was just getting the cranberry juice. So it's not like you know I was only going to pay a dollar, so I didn't mind buying her a drink and everything. And even though she was with someone, because uh, there was a dude that kind of walked up later that I didn't know about or anything, I mean, there were a couple of times where we had moved on to different places in the bar, and I turned around, and she was, like, there. It just, dude kept following her, unfortunately. So, I don't know. That could have been coincidence, or maybe she was trying to get away from him. I don't know. But I do think that, uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Uh, just buying someone a drink simply because you, you appreciate their look, or they look like they need one. So... Like I said, you may get a conversation out of it, or you may get a thank you, and, you know, they turn around and walk off about their business. But either way, I think you have to buy someone a drink because you want them to have it. But uh, Then you got to do it like you like you playing at a casino. You can't go there sweating losing a few dollars. I mean, if, if that's your attitude, yeah. then you shouldn't be there at a casino. Same way with, uh, you know, Dad, if, if you buy somebody a drink and, you know what I'm saying, and right. shit don't go a certain way. You, I mean, if if it's the end of the world to you, then, man, you need to be at the house anyway. And those are the guys that, like, follow the woman, like, all the way to the bathroom door, and they feel like you got to have a whole conversation with them um, and take up all their evening simply because they bought you one drink. Um, and, Crystal, I'm pretty sure you've come across plenty of guys like that. They buy you one drink, and they think that that's about your time for the entire evening. Um I'm not sure why someone has that mindset, but it happens. But, Crystal, all right, if you're married, is it okay to accept a drink from someone at a bar? I mean, you may be out by yourself, but if you're married, you know, got a husband at home, can you accept drinks from other dudes? Sure. Why not? What do you mean, why not? I mean, why not? I mean, why not? <laughs> You're buying me a drink. I mean, I would let them know within the time that they're sitting there if they start start having major conversation, like they really want to, you know, get to After know me you, or whatever. You started your drink. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna keep my drink. <laughs> yeah, that has nothing to do with one. Has nothing to do with the other. So, um, you know, I just let them know that. Yeah, you know that I'm married or I'm, you know, with someone. But thank you. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for the conversation. And 
Buck, is, should a married man buy a woman a drink? I would say no, because it could get you in a, in, you know, a circumstance where, you know, you put yourself in a bad circumstance. You know, once you get that, that, that look in you, you know, things start coming out, you know, she be attractive, you may be attracted to her, that type of stuff. That just, that's a recipe for disaster. Um, however, I mean, if you, if you, you know, if you know how to control yourself and you see somebody, it could be now, if it's a friend of yours that, you know, you never had, you never dated or anything like that and you happen to see him out and you buy him a drink or something or a coworker or something like that, you say, look, you know, I don't mind buying you a drink or something like that because you need it. Other than that, um, I would kind of stay away from the, you know, the, the lone wolves because, man, you can get yourself in some serious trouble if you're married and buying a drink and go down the wrong path there, so to speak. But I know what Eminem going to say, so I'm glad I went before he did. <laughs> <laughs> well, go ahead, Eminem. Oh, yeah, man. Shit, you know. Yeah, it's, you know, then... uh. You know what I'm saying? You know, it, it ain't no harm in just, you know, doing it. But, you know, uh, you know, if if, if it's, you know, if, if you get the response that Crystal going to give, <laughs> shit, it ain't no harm, no foul. It's like, well, I just bought a drink. She was drunk in the level. I don't even know the chick name. But now in the scenario Buck's saying, it's just like, okay, you know, she got Google eyes, you got Google eyes, and the next thing you know, shit, you like, man, what the nearest bathroom? I'm finna knock this motherfucker off before I go back to the house. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I mean, you know, uh, this is that, that. <laughs> <laughs> Should a married man by, well, you know, hmm. Um, well, it's like this. That's one of the things, if you want to be politically correct, and if somebody think they, you know, the spouse is waiting to hear their answer, of course, ain't no guy gonna say, "Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, you should." But you know, but in in, in reality, you know, you know, most guys kind of like, ah, I mean, it's just a drink. It's like, you know, ain't like the chick gonna do nothing. But now, in the back of your mind, it depends on who you buy the drink for. You buy somebody a drink, and you sit up here like, well, you know, I ain't trying to say nothing to her. But damn, she look hot. But if she kind of play into it, it's like, well, now that awkward shit the book was describing might start. Then the little flick music start playing in your mind and stuff like that. And then, yeah, yeah. Then it, it can get kind of, kind of tested there. But uh, you know, but but uh, but you know, you can alleviate all them situations. <laughs> but if, but if one act were to pass, you know, it wouldn't be that situation because you know. If a, if a guy was uh, married, if he was married, I mean, well, everything in his mind possibly is already out of his system, period, ever, forever. So, you know, so, uh, uh, you know, that that would make everything work a lot smoother because, shit, you know, you, you got these damn congressmen, man, and you got this these uh, $2,500 dinner and dining budgets just for two or three days, and you like, shit. Man, I can buy it with this kind of money, man, just for two days. Shit, just the stipend to eat. Man, I mean, you can find yourself saying, shit, yeah, buy her a drink, buy her a drink. After a while, you you just doing it for the hell of it. And, you know, shit, somebody start walking over toward the table, and, you know, then the other bald-headed guy that's in, in Congress with you kind of look at you like, damn, man, 
they, man, they, they must think we got money. You know, the the, mm-hmm. the young chicks sit down. Now here comes some more chicken heads. The older dudes getting their ego struck. You know what I'm saying? The, the government already paying for the hotel. You're like, shit, man, you know. Uh, I think they want to get down for a little chit change, you know what I'm saying? And you know the money ain't yours anyway, and there you go. Now the whole, <laughs> now the whole Secret Service and everybody else tricking off. So you know, the scenario just kind of goes on and on. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's that your scenario, Eminem. Yeah, but if it wasn't for that government card, see, it wouldn't happen like that. See, Uncle Sam knows you over that money. So like I say, when a broke a broke man got a whole different mindset from a guy with some money. You know, sure. most guys won't admit it, but they, they we, it, 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 the average guy, if you give him a lie detector test, that's one everybody going to fail if they say different. A man got a different brain when he got some money in his pocket. Trust me. Because if, if a nigga know he can get whatever he wants, Man, shit, that's hard to go, man. That's that's hard. But long, you know, like I said, as long as you live in check to check and all that, oh yeah, you can be the greatest husband in there. But shit, you fuck around get some money, shit, and don't don't hit them no midlife crisis or whatever. Shit, you really finna be in some trouble then with some money. Shit, you know. Okay. You know. Well, let me your ask shit you. Gray, your team coming out. Her shit gray. Her team coming out. And shit, you man, you got all this extra money in your hand, and you can. You know, shit. Knock out some of this shit. You, you know. Let me ask this last question, uh, <laughs> Crystal. Is it okay if a, if a woman buys a man a drink? Um, you know, she wants to meet him. Is it okay for a woman to walk over and buy a man a drink? Uh, sure. She wants to do that. She wants to go that route. Then yeah, she has to do something like that, and that's fine. <laughs> she she says she a couple of times indicating like nah it ain't gonna be me. <laughs> <laughs> you never yeah, you like never bought to do the drink you never bought to do the drink trust crystal. Hell no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> Shit, cha-ching, motherfucker. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Trust, I don't know what I'm going to do with you. I don't know what I'm going to do with you. All right. On Tuesday, July 14th, we'll be talking about social media copycats. Social media is turning the U.S. into a worse place to live one post at a time. Someone does something stupid that goes viral, and then you have a bunch of idiots trying to replicate the foolishness. We'll discuss the why and what we can do to prevent it on Tuesday's episode of the Talk to Q Radio Show. No experts, just opinions. Final thoughts, and Eminem, I'll start with you. Oh, man, uh, great show. Uh hate I got on uh, late, but the original topic was uh, lying. I didn't get to comment on that, right? The- yeah, do we teach unintentionally teach kids to lie when we tell them, uh, you know, we tell them about the, the two fairy or Santa Claus doesn't like bad kids or don't tell someone the truth and hurt their feelings about an outfit or you go to the buffet, you're really 12 years old, but you tell them to tell, to tell the people you're 11 so you can eat for free. I mean, there are a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, that's, that's, it's, it's, it's natural. I mean, it's, it's natural for, uh, you know, even the best parent, or, uh, you know, even if they don't just, 
uh, all out just say lie. You know, they say, well, you better not say nothing. Well, that same thing is like lying because somebody asks you, and you just like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't know who broke that. Uh, I don't know what, I don't know what happened. Well, that's you still lying. So yeah, I mean, lying is, I mean, that's the only way to survive, really. Because I mean, shit. If, if, uh, uh, that's why people hate to be uh, doing something inappropriate around kids. Because now, when kids learn to lie. You know, usually they be kind of big, but you know, you be around some some uh, little little small kids. You know, they don't know how to lie yet. You know, they tell the truth. You know, you know, three year old man, you like, ooh, you know, uh, but of course, kids don't know the whole story because you know some shit happened to me one time. Of course, it wasn't nothing to it, but the kids didn't know. You know, they talking about you know, daddy was hugging some woman, but I mean it was. Uh, a, a relative, you know what I'm saying, but I'm just saying like shit, you know. <laughs> but little kids don't, you know, you know. Then you have to tell your kids, you know, hey, you know, shit, you know. I mean, y'all been not say nothing. It's, it's just like you saying line because you got to because kids don't know how to paint the whole picture. They tell the truth, but it's just the flat what it I is. It ain't no details in it, right? You know, it ain't. Just, it's almost like uh, kind of like on one of your shows. Uh, uh, sometime last year, we was talking about. Uh, well, this wasn't the topic, but I know it was one of my comments about uh, texting. You know, if you read somebody's text or email, some can sound real blunt. But if mm-hmm. you, uh, you know, that's why I guess the popularity of LOL started because if you just read the words, you know, uh, like somebody said, "I'm gonna get you." Well, that could be a lot of ways to say I'm gonna get you. You know, it's like that could be a threat. That could be playful. You know, so that's what I was saying. You know, kids don't know. So a lot of times, you know, parents tell kids, you know, you know what the scenario is. You know, don't say nothing or something like that. Or if something's not too serious, where all the extra details are not really necessary, like okay, you know, the police gotta stop. Um. Uh, well, daddy don't have his seatbelt on either. It's like, okay, hey, y'all, y'all, don't tell no police no shit like that. You know, you got to tell your kids to shut up, you know, because uh, <laughs> kids don't know. They Kids are prone to the truth, but like like I say, I don't care if a joke is a priest some good or examples. Yeah, I don't care if a joke or a priest or nothing. You know, somebody pull up and shit, everybody reaching, you know, uh, hiding stuff. And, you know, now, now it's, you know, it's illegal to text and drive just in Mississippi, so... You know, you, you like was uh, uh, you like well, sir, you wasn't texting with you. Well, now older kid ain't gonna say nothing because they know the deal is. But you got a real young kid, they're like, Dad, you had your phone too. You know, it's like shit. You know, then you know the cop looking crazy, everybody looking crazy. So yeah, you gotta lie. Lying is the American way. You know, <laughs> and if anybody says not, they a damn lie. So, um, <laughs> uh, uh. Another one I didn't get the answer was uh, Make it quick buying for me, drinks Jim. for the groups or whatever. Uh-huh. Now, there's two ways this can go for a man, strictly from a man's point of view. Uh, if you buy it for the whole group and you ain't sweating it, like, oh, man, I hope somebody responds, well, you might be looked at as a baller by some people, you know. Uh, but now, if you're just the average common Joe, you know, what I would do, I'd rather strike out shooting a drink or something like that if it, if I were going to do it. 
at the chick I'm really trying to holler at than to, than to do it to the whole group again. Everybody put you in that, oh, you're so nice and all that shit, because you know what that means. Now you're getting, you, even though you don't know them to be your friend, but you're going to end up being in that friend zone. You're like, nah, yeah, hell pretty nah. He's like, nah, nah, all of y'all motherfuckers is, is hurting ugly, but but some kind of way, this girl right here sitting in between y'all, you know, she don't even fit in with the group. I'm buying her to drink, you know. Fuck it, you know. So, uh, okay. but hey, you know, she said, well, if you can't buy all of us drinks, I don't want it. Well, shit, yeah, well, give me my motherfucking drink back, you know, no problem. But at least you know, see what I'm saying? So uh, true. Um, and what's the last one we talked about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Buying drinks, walking off, pretty much. Uh, that's pretty much self-explanatory. It all depends on the, uh, you know, uh, what the what the chick's mindset is. But for the most part, you always want to put yourself in the best position possible. So if it looks like that's going to get you more attention than not doing it at all, then you know, like I say, don't get the most expensive thing on the on the damn. Uh, on the menu, but, uh, you know, yeah, get something, you know, some Perrier or some shit, you know. <laughs> All right, then. I appreciate that dissertation, sir. And, Buck, <laughs> 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 I'll go to you. Great show, as always, as far as, um, as far as the line goes, I don't know if it's the American way, as Eminem put it. But I think there are, you know, there are some instances where lying is, you know, it's necessary. Um, you got kids, you know, maybe you had a trouble past and you don't want your kids to know about those types of things. And, and they, when they put you on the spot and ask you that question, um, then that may be something you lie about just to protect them and make sure they don't come up the same way you did. Um, I think, you know, in some instances I think it is important, you know, you may have to do it just for, you know, from you know, from a like Crystal said, a survival in you know survival tactic to a point. Um, but you know, at the same time, you don't want we're not condoning it, but sometimes it might be necessary depending on the circumstance. Um, um, as far as as far as um, the you know buy the whole table a drink, I already hit that on the head. You want to you want to um, you buy the drink for the one that you got your eye on. You don't need to buy the whole table drinks. Now, I know Crystal don't agree with that, but you know, I know Crystal's sitting in the table or something like that, and you know, I'm not buying the whole table drink. If, I, if Crystal's the one I was interested in, then I'd be buying her to drink and be buying how many drinks she wants if that's the one that I was interested in. So, and did she go did drink she, your <laughs> shit and go home? Call an Uber and go home. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta watch oh. an Uber. Go home. Totally. Uh, I, got, I got another lie. I got another lie for y'all. I, I started laughing because this one's so good. I, I, it's so funny. I had to laugh at it myself. Like, it's, you know how. Adults lie to kids because it's certain shit you don't want to talk about. Like you know, like somebody, yeah. you don't you don't want to disclose you know who you lost your virginity to and stuff like that. Because like you know, in, in yeah. the country, in the country, hell, somebody could lose their virginity to a damn family member or something like a 
Damn, oh. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that's, that's an example of something just that, that, that you know that the that's line true. part is like you know. Ain't shit. nobody got time for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, other things though. Uh, other than that, oh. uh, bring up something else though. There's a couple, couple of things I wanted to bring up. I wanted to give a shout out to the the flat bus ballerina that. Uh, She's making a lot of national news. I mean, she's oh, five yeah. or two, 32 years old. And, I mean, to be the first black Afro-American female to be in the ballet and actually she's going to be going to Broadway and doing a part and singing. Um, I think is is you know, she's actually getting a lot of notoriety. Under Armour, I think she got a contract with Under Armour. Uh, she's definitely, you know, not your typical, uh, even though she's black, she's still not your typical ballerina because of her. Man, she's cut, man. She is built. I mean, oh, she's yeah, got she some looks nice good. She's curvy. She looks mm-hmm. great. Not out. I mean, I mean, she's muscular. She could probably do like a bantam weight in, you know, as far as doing some, you know, bodybuilding. But she's really, really attractive. Um, I'm interested to see what she does on Broadway as far as you know, her doing the, you know, ballerina part and singing. Um, I'm really, really proud to see that she's actually bringing a lot of notoriety to a to a to a um I don't know if you necessarily want to call it a sport, but to a you know bringing out you know bringing a lot of people that are not necessarily watch ballets or go to plays or you know the arts as Eminem would put it. It bring, it's kind of rejuvenating art to a point because this is a this is an area that we really don't know a whole lot about if you don't watch it or go go see it or something like that. It's, I think it's just really, really great to see that she's, you know, broken down a lot of barriers to, uh, you know, achieve her goals and, it's, you know, maybe some other others along the way. Um, yeah, like coming up behind her. did for uh, opera and shit, you know, same thing. Yeah. It's really, really cool to see that. Uh, also, another note, and then I'm going to, you know, get out, but JPP lost a finger today. Um, they amputated the finger as far as him, oh, so... Yeah, so just, you know, just, you know, words and wise, I mean, every year, you know, we see people lose arms, fingers, eyes, those type of things with fireworks. Fireworks can be very, they're very beautiful to see, but they also can be very dangerous if you don't, you know, do the right thing. So this is a prime example, you know, football is this man's livelihood, and he had a $60 million contract extension on the table and the Giants quickly took that off. Now I think he I think he can sign for the the minimum or he's got fourteen million or something like that. But this is just a prime example of just you know where fireworks can go wrong. When you play in NFL football, you let somebody else shoot the motherfucker. You wanna shoot fireworks, you can do that shit after you retire and lose all the fingers you want. Uh, if you use the uh, ig- 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 uh igniter stick that would have never happened. See, these people do shit like holding them and all that kind of stuff. Like the dude that uh, well, come, was on top of his head and, 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 and it killed, it killed him instantly. I mean, it's just like that's like uh, that's like I done had guns damn near all my life, but I ain't playing Russian roulette and all that kind of shit. I mean, you gotta respect, you gotta respect the shit, man. Well, you gotta think about you gotta think about this though. When you got NFL contract, you got sixty million dollars on the table. You don't shoot them fucking fireworks. You get your cousin, your niece, nephew, whatever, whoever, or get somebody else entirely to shoot them damn things. I mean, 
this is common sense got to play a role somewhere in this. And this is a prime example of just somebody just doing some ignorant ass shit. Right. You know, you don't shoot. But I'm saying, you know, but if you if you if you do things proper and 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 don't do that high risk stuff, like I say, the average three year old can can light something just with that light stick. I mean, they damn near a foot long. Just but if you holding shit in your hand and playing jokes and. Standing on the stem and all that kind of stuff like that, and uh, uh-uh, that's that's what go crazy, you know. Yeah, we'll see what see what happens. I mean, but I, I don't, you know, this really kind of stupid on his part, and you know they're already talking about, you know, he a four point stance instead of three point stance. But other than that, great show as always, mm-hmm. and then enjoy the rest of your four fingers too. All right, you I appreciate that, Buck. And the the, the ballerina you you mentioned was um her name is Misty Copeland. Uh, that's yeah. who you're referring to. I actually, you know what? I I think I actually was a visionary on this because I actually reached out to her probably close to two years ago when I first heard about her to try to get her on the show, and I never got a response. And I really wish I could have probably pursued that and got that to happen before she blew up. But uh, all right, Crystal, shut it down for me, please. All right. Um. Yes. Congrats to uh, Misty regarding baller. Uh, the ballerina game. Um. It's a very hard thing to get into, whether you're white or black. She is actually mixed descent, but um. She, you know, no of course. Thing. Uh, anyway, anyway uh, yeah, yeah, it is, yeah, it is. But anyway, uh, whatever. You got one drop of nigga, you all <laughs> Right, <nigga>. right. See, <laughs> okay. I don't believe in that, but okay, I get it. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Say it again, uh, Eminem. Uh, you got one drop of nigga in you, you are considered a nigga. I, do, I never reference nobody. Now, what I call mix is like, okay, if you Italian and French or something, you mix. But if you... If you black in anything, you 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 black. I look at you the same way I look at Wesley Snipes. You just you know, because believe me, if we were standing next to each other, now I know we like you know total different shades. If we stand standing next to each other at a clan rally or some kind of Aryan Brotherhood thing, you be like, God damn, Eminem, you show sure right. They shooting at both of us. So. so. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, anyway, very good show. Um, I think I said everything about lying earlier and, you know, the pickup etiquette, um, you know, in clubs and drinks. I mean, basically, just to top it off regarding the drinks are concerned, women spend a lot of money on looking good. And we spend a lot of money on hair, nails, the dress, the shoes, the, you know, purse that you probably don't ever see, but that's just for us. Um, different things that we spend time and effort on, things that you probably don't even notice, but just in a basic way. You know, mm-hmm. of course, guys, you know, little fetishes, they like the toes and all that shit. But <laughs> So we spend time on that, you know. And so when we walk into a club, or a bar, or whatever, a lounge, and we sit down, that definitely requires a drink, <laughs> at least, if, if you want to talk to us. I mean, that should require definitely a drink. You sit down, I mean, and it is, I have to, I liked what Eminem said just about the fact of, 
this is like a common courtesy with mm-hmm. a drink. You know, you have drinks, you know, then you say, here, you want to be here? You want something to drink? I mean, that's just a common courtesy of someone stepping into your world. So it's the same thing, you know, in reverse. I mean, <laughs> you, and, and I applaud you. I applaud you when you said earlier that you will at least entertain someone long enough for you to drink their drink, even if you're not interested. Uh, because there are a lot of people who won't, who won't even bother to do that. They'll just take the drink and tell hey, me, you know. What, what if the dude look like Beetlejuice off of uh, Howard Stern? Y'all remember <laughs> that dude? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> no, I don't remember. Beetlejuice off of Howard Stern? No. I didn't listen to Howard Stern or... Yeah, he was like a, a, like a dark dwarf with messed up teeth and uh, really messed up teeth. He, he could not Q, keep them Q, in his mouth. Q, I know Q could probably uh, throw a pick or something out there real quick on him. Uh, but he made he made the Beetlejuice from the movie. I, I mean, look like you know a, a male model. And what was the other thing? The other the little the drunk dwarf he used to have on there. I don't know. Uh, I never watched Howard yeah. Stern. No. I couldn't stand the girl. That's why I didn't watch it. Oh, they're, they're, that's yeah. I couldn't stand her either. Sylvia or Robin. 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 Yes, Robin. I didn't like her, so I never watched because of that. If it was just him, and maybe he had another producer, then I would have watched. But anyway, but anyway, good show. <laughs> Thank you very much, ma'am. I just sent you a link to Beetlejuice. Look at it at your own risk. Okay. <laughs> no, let her look at it right quick so she can answer the question. Cause uh, okay, so I gotta look at it. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do remember him, but I you didn't. You can't forget I didn't know a face was... like that. Would he? Okay, get I would. Well, seconds? I wouldn't look directly at him. Um, I would just say thank you, and just kind of focus in on my drink. You're a good one. I mean, it's just yeah, like really? anything else. Just like any other guy. I mean, if, if nah. I'm not attracted, I'm not attracted. I'm not going to I'm going to ask a person for Q, too. And he ain't even said it, but I'm just reading his mind. What about uh, Forrest Whitaker? Like when he don't have his hair combed. <laughs> <laughs> Forrest Whitaker? No. You got to Forrest into this, man. Come on, man. That man can help you get a half off. Even if he yeah, Forrest Whitaker is my up. go-to guy normally, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. There's, as far as Beetlejuice is concerned, there's not a strong enough drink that would make the average person accept something from Beetlejuice. Now, I'm look, serious. Now, if everybody looked like that for fuel. one day, thirteen thirteen will pass. I guarantee you. <laughs> if everybody looked like that for one day, the suicide rate would be above ninety percent. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey all these all these chicks have these self help books and shit like that, and you know it's like in these think powers and you know you got all these people like just believe. I'm like, nah, that shit don't apply to everybody, cause man, shit, I don't care if you got a damn ten PhD, you look like Beetlejuice, man, you you fuck. I'm sorry. I mean, it man. just, I, I I don't get me wrong. I understand some people are just challenged and they just look a certain way. But when you look like you spent the majority of your life running running from the dentist, then that's a problem. I right? I mean this dude is just well, I mean and his then, teeth are just so jacked up. Right. Then he train derailed on his fucking teeth. Right. Then he spit when he talked too. 
and see that's a problem. I went to high school. I went to I high school. Sure he stayed like that, that way. Uh, he stayed. Oh, he was born on my birthday too. I'm I'm sure he stayed that oh, way. Wow. Because of um. Because of his teeth, you know, and because he was, I'm sure, getting plenty of. He was a comedian, so he was getting plenty of gigs. So I wonder if you're in a. Has he been in a porno ever? Oh, Lord. Okay, let's change the subject. Okay, uh, I just heard cool. a little while ago, or whatever. The you last thing I to visualize. I mean, he can't do nothing but eat you out because his teeth on the outside of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That joke might be giving that rhino love. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that hippopotamus love. They got them big jack up teeth. Yeah, them, them rhinos. Damn, the rhinos. Them teeth like horns. Yeah, but this over here. Oh, yeah. That rhinos got all them big teeth. Yeah, that motherfucker go down on your ladies. What's that? He, he, what's that song? But tell me, eat the booty like groceries. I know he can. <laughs> and let that dude go down on you. You gonna wind up with a hysterectomy? That's on the real. Yeah, yeah. That dude Damn. coming out with ovaries and everything. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, <laughs> this show just gone completely off the rail over the last thirty minutes. Thanks oh, to Eminem, of course. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, my thanks to NBS Central, The Crystal Show, and All Borrow for being sponsors of tonight's show. Thanks to my show legends and tweet chatters for participating. The upcoming show schedule can be found at talktheq.com. There's a calendar there. Just click on the link, and you can see everything that's going down in the upcoming weeks. If you want to hear a previous show, then subscribe to me on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. And never miss a show or just get caught up on the ones you have missed. Everyone have a great night. Enjoy the rest of your week. Peace out. Hey, what up, Q? Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it wrong. Cool. All about it. Well, thanks for having cool. me on your show. It was so awesome to cool. be here with you and all your listeners. Cool. I ain't telling you don't screw. Screw is cool. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that came out. Oh, all kinds of freaky. That's not what cool. I meant. <laughs> cool. 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 You know, we need both shows like this because cool. people need as much relationship.
said it. Some women are down for it. 